In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents the Betches Brides Podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed, because after all, it's only one day of your life. Hello, and welcome to the Betches Brides Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham, and I am here with one of your favorite brides from Betches, Nicole Pellegrino. Hello, everybody. Um, and we are excited because today we're doing our our first full email um, email. We're gonna answer all your emails on the podcast. Um, and if you guys like this segment, let us know, and we'll do a lot more of them because I feel like there's a lot. Um, I mean, I'm I'm a new, I'm a newly engaged Betch's bride, but I do feel like there's a lot of like interpersonal issues that come up around getting married there's so much that can affect your friendships there's so much that affects your relationship with your family with your fiance there's like a lot it's really a time in your life where you have to interact and sort of please a lot of people um so i think there this is a really interesting episode for us what do you think i totally agree just from managing the bride's instagram and i know we've done like horror story submissions which are really similar to these before i I cannot believe like the audacity that some people have in the wedding planning process to the couples or to the brides. It's just insane. I think already weddings make people like high tense and stressed out. Thus they start fighting with each other over stupid stuff, but especially (laughs) during 2020. So I'm really excited to help give some advice today. For sure. And I feel like it's like one of those situations. It's a really unique situation in life where you're, you have to spend a lot of money, which, which causes a lot of anxiety. You have to be around your family, which also causes a lot of anxiety. Um, there's just like sort of this perfect storm of like things that could make you anxious. And there's also societally so much pressure on like the idea or the fairy tale or like the social media vision of having this like perfect yeah. wedding that I think it can sort of drive a lot of people to lose sight of like what's really important and the whole reason behind having a wedding instead right. it's sort of like having this perfect like vision of what they you know they put the wedding on the pedestal it's so true i think truly that's ultimately the driving factor in a lot of these situations is that like let a, the bride already wants to you know impress her friends and people who are going to see this on social media but even like the mother-in-law I've seen in a lot of situations, like the reason mother-in-laws get so overbearing and controlling sometimes is because they care so much about what their other friends think on Facebook and whatnot. So right. it's like that that societal social media pressure. Exactly. Is- a lot of people tie like their wedding to like the way that they're perceived publicly or the way that, you know, they, they often tie it, I think, to how they they link it to like, you know, what does this say about me as a person? What does my wedding say about like who I am? And, right. um, and like, I want to show people how much money I have or how what good taste I have or how, you know, right. many friends I have or all the, that, that kind of stuff, which again, I think can lead to like a distorted 
view of right, your own right. wedding. But let's get into the emails because um, I think there's some really good ones in here. There are some like that are a little logistical, which we let slide in um, because <laughs> um, I, I thought we would be capable of handling some of them. But yeah. uh, and some that are just about, you know, relationships with your fiance and your friends. OK, yep. so I'll I'll read the first one. Um, she writes, I'm a big fan of Betch's Brides and You Up. Here's my dilemma. My fiance and I are in our 30s and planning our wedding for next year. The majority of guests will be flying in from out of town. Given our age, our closest friends have small children. The venue isn't kid-friendly. It's an intimate sit-down dinner with cocktails and dancing. Uh, if we don't allow any kids, some friends will be offended and many will likely decline the invite. I would understand, of course, young babies can be separated from their parents and it's difficult to arrange childcare, especially when traveling out of town. But I want my friends there to celebrate. If we do include kids, we would have over 30 children at our wedding. That's a lot. My friends are excited for my wedding so all their babies can play together. I'm happy that they're excited, but this is my wedding, not a kid's party. How would you handle this? When my friends were planning their weddings in their 20s, the issue was whether or not to invite the plus ones. And now it's plus two kids. Uh, if I invite some kids and not others, I risk upsetting everyone. I can't figure out what to do. Help. Signed, not kidding around. Nicole, what are your, what are your initial thoughts on this? Okay, this is a very tough one because I see that she's clearly very torn. Like she, okay, nobody wants 30 children at their wedding, first of all. That is a large number. And, it's expensive, again, right? Yeah, very Also, expensive. like forget like the fact that you don't really want your, kid, your wedding to be a kid's party. Like that's a lot of people to pay for. Yeah. But then again, she wants her friends there. And I, I see, I could see a lot, like, especially in 2020, I could see a lot of parents being like, you know, it's either me and my kids or nobody. Um, and especially if the venue isn't kid friendly. Here's my thinking like this. I'm reading this email kind of for the first time because we got a bunch and whatever. I and thinking like I would try to arrange something where it's like I hire an external babysitter or babysitters, I guess, if there's 30 and get them all to like watch the kids for the parents while the kids come and party at my wedding. That's probably expensive. Maybe that's like maybe that's a situation like. Right. Well, I don't. Yeah. I think that that's one option. I think there's there's again, this leads like if we think about the bigger issue here. It's like how do I factor in what everyone else wants and needs into my wedding right. um, while also being able to really like do what I want to do? Because at the end of the day, like you're, I mean, we just talked about how like everyone blows their wedding out of proportion, but it is like your event. You're spending a lot of money on it and you want to do what you want to do. I think right. that like, it's okay to do whatever you want to do and just accept that some people don't really want to come. If someone won't come, because their kid isn't invited, they don't really want to be there that badly. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Like everyone should feel free to do whatever they want to do. I don't think you need to stress out about your friends um, not being able to bring their kids because I, first of all, most people I know with kids are thrilled to have a night away from their right. kids. They're like, right. they really can't enjoy themselves in the same way they could as if they didn't have their kids. And most parents, especially early in the game, get so few nights out and away from their kids that I think they really like Right. like that opportunity and i'm not speaking for all parents some parents it sounds like her friends she's saying like do want their kids to be there i think a good way to sort of like balance this and to say like i'm being considerate of my friends but i also want the wedding that i want would be to say something like oh like you know i would really like this means so much to me that you're coming all this way like i i have i've 
vetted this list of babysitters that from like the area, which I know were like really like legit and um, well known. I've asked around, I've done this research, like here's a list of babysitters you could use if you want to bring your kids into town. Um, right. But here's people I've already researched and I know that like they're great if you wanted to hire them. Oh, I love that. That's actually a very, that shows that like you're trying to do some sort of effort. You're trying to show mm-hmm. you care, but like you're not willing to fully forego your plan. I love that. Right. This isn't That's- fully her problem. So I don't think she should take yeah. it on by like hiring the no. babysitters herself. But I think she can say like, oh, I totally get it. You're in a new city. You don't know what babysitters are legit. Here's a list of people that I've researched for you that you could, that you all could hire. And maybe they could all hang out like together. Who knows? Yeah. Whatever. But I think there's a, like, there's, it's sort of like towing the line. You're saying like, I get you. I understand your concerns. I'm not going to mm-hmm. put it before my needs, but here's how I can help you. Here's like a, right. a way that I'm going to show you that I do care about you, but also like. I'm going to, I'm, I'm not going to figure it out for you totally. Entirely. And I like what you said at the beginning too. the big picture of this all is like, you really have to just do what's best for you, especially in 2020 when you're planning right. a wedding, like there really are no rules anymore. There's no more niceties that you have to go about. A lot of people are like, you know, done with the typical wedding etiquette that people typically go by. And it's like, when it all comes down to it, like, you know what you want deep down for your wedding, just go with that. Right. And here's the thing. Some people are like, not going to like the choices that you make and mm-hmm. they might not want to come because of that. And I think you just have to say like, that's okay. Like people don't want to come. That's their choice. People who do want to come will be there. And you don't really want someone that you, you don't really want people there that you have to like jump through hoops to get them there. Like if someone oh, no. wants to be there, they're going to figure it out. If I want to be somewhere, I'll figure it out. Right? Right. right. Exactly. Exactly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. So Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. There are no parameters. You get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees. There's no late fees, no damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. So no big deal if you like lose a button. Uh Uh-oh, I spilled something on it. Or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BRIDES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BRIDES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code BRIDES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Let's do another one. You want to read the next one? Sure. Here we go. Hey, Betcha's team. Smiley emoji. We love a little smiley emoji to brighten our day. I have two major drama dilemmas going on. Please help me. I am constantly afraid of hurting others' feelings, but I really want this day and process to be about me and my fiance and the fact that we are starting our journey together. Number one, we have 
always planned on having a pretty small wedding, even pre-COVID, and planned to invite around 40 people. Since our actual wedding will be very small, we've decided to keep our wedding party to the best man and maid of honor and one's, one groomsman and one bridesmaid. So two for each of us. Okay, so four people. My older sister will be my maid of honor, and I plan to ask one of my best friends to be the other bridesmaid. That being said, I have two additional best friends who I've known since freshman year of high school, and I was a bridesmaid in both of their weddings. I know that they are expecting to be my bridesmaids. How do I break the news to them and explain the situation without hurting their feelings or damaging the friendship? Okay, so it looks like she has two, she's two bridesmaids. One bridesmaid is her sister. That's Mm -hmm. always an easy one, sister. and then she's going to ask one best friend to be the other one. So she's basically not having two people in her wedding. Personally, I don't feel like I'd be offended if someone had two bridesmaids and one of them was their sister. Yeah, no. Yeah. The I, I an automatic. Right. The sister's an automatic. And the other one is like they chose one person. I think right. weddings are kind of weird in that way where it sort of makes you like you have to like designate your best friend. You know what I mean? With like, um, like, with like a maid of honor. Top eight. Like, right. it's like, there's no other situation in life where someone's like publicly name, like your favorite person and like fuck everyone else. Um, so true. it kind of makes you like rank them. Like even it's so weird. Like when you walk down the aisle as a bridesmaid, it's like, you're kind of like assessing like the order that you're oh, walking in. I hate that. I've dreaded that. Like, Do you know what I mean? Like picking or, the order. Yeah. Right. And like, even for me, like when I'm in someone's wedding, I'm like, what is this order? Like, I don't really care, but I'm kind of like, oh, like, am I like, how close am I yeah. to like the, it's the, the front of the line? Yeah. It's the order in that. And then on the wedding website too, you know how it lists them like down. Right. I've seen that too. And I'm like, who do I put last on the list? Oh, right. And it caught, I mean, a lot of my friends, they just didn't do and If they don't have a sister, they just won't do a maid of honor because it's kind of like, it feels weird right. like it's, it seems unnecessary that i right. have to like i have to like make other people feel bad by putting by making one person feel good so that other people can feel <laughs> bad but it's like everyone yeah I, I don't know to me it seems uh it's like an unnecessary thing to designate like one person that you're saying like i you i care more about you than the other right. people right um but for this one again i think i can understand why someone would be like oh well, like because there is one friend, the other friends mm-hmm. might be like, oh, I wasn't chosen as like the main friend. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get why someone could f- feel like their feelings were, were hurt. Yeah, I would say to get ahead of it and to just text those two people and say like, yeah. hey, like, I love you. I'm so excited for you to be at the wedding. Like, I want you to know, like, I'm only going to, because the wedding's so small, I'm only doing two bridesmaids. One's my sister and one's this other person. But, like, I don't want you in any way to think that that doesn't mean that you don't mean a lot to me. Like, I obviously, like, I'm so excited for you to be there and hang out, party with. And, like, if there's anything else that you would want to give them to or, like, Mm -hmm. do for them or or include them in some other way, I don't really know exactly what other roles within the wedding would be. But maybe do, do something else. I agree with that fully with addressing it if because we've gotten a lot of these questions before and sometimes I'm like oh do you not address it at all because you don't want to make it awkward or do you just full on it get in front of it I agree get in front of it um I think in terms of like giving them roles I think you you don't have to do that as much but just make sure they're fully included in like the decisions around you know the the uh, bachelorette, the bridal shower, like put right. them in the text, like that kind of stuff will be fun for them. 
um say like if you wanted to make a speech like that would be great or i don't know if if she wants that i don't know if she wants that either but like if she did i feel like sometimes people are that's that's a way to like honor people say like i'd love if you if you said a few words um at the wedding or at the rehearsal dinner or at i don't know what she's having Mm -hmm. i think if you as long the i think if you don't say anything you don't get ahead of it kind of people just have this like lingering resentment or this unspoken weirdness where people don't have the opportunity to like tell you that they feel hurt about something or have it out um but a lot of people are probably happy to not be bridesmaids it's like kind of an annoying yeah. task it's a literal nine to five job that you're not getting paid for so right now you can wear whatever dress you want i always say i always say like the most fun weddings i mean i loved every every wedding that i was a bridesmaid in i absolutely love for anyone who's listening um <laughs> but it is fun also to be just like a guest at a wedding and you can just totally like have fun and enjoy yourself and not think about any like responsibilities that you have right. or like um you could just like show up and get drunk yeah. um so some people i think you also might be like thinking they might be more upset than they will they might not be upset especially again if it if they don't tie it to like oh she doesn't like me anymore or mm-hmm. oh she doesn't think i'm like close enough with her to be a bridesmaid i think if you just explain your rationale most people are pretty understanding right right my sister actually had to do this like she had a friend that was really upset i'm pretty sure that she wasn't picked and she wrote her a nice like letter in the mail imagine that because we don't do those anymore and she was really happy about it yeah yeah i think the only reason people would really get upset if they feel like they're being snubbed or they feel like you secretly kind of like have something against them so i do think that as long as you like reassure the person you clarify like what your decision making process was then the person will get over it so this is a two-part question the other part is my mom is already driving me absolutely bananas she has made several comments been inviting whoever she wants to my wedding which my fiance and i are 100 percent paying for she has also gotten weird and jealous when i invite my future mother-in-law to pre-wedding activities such as wedding dress shopping she only has sons and her other son eloped so i wanted her to also be able to share this experience um am i right to tell my mom to back off how do i approach her without making things worse thanks this is an interesting one because it's usually about the mother-in-law not the own mother but my initial thing is the key aspect of this is her and her fiance the bride and her fiance are paying fully for the wedding that's we see a lot of this like parents want to invite um you know, everybody and all their friends to the wedding, but you know, sometimes they're fully paying for the wedding. So can they invite their friends if they're paying for it? You know, that's a different story, I think. But um, I think this bride fully can tell her mom to stand down kindly. Right. (laughs) I think it's like super important to establish boundaries in like the planning process, like super early. So, I mean, what I would say to her is like, hey, like, we figured out that all the parents are getting to invite, like, um, X many of friends. So, like, you can invite this many friends. Like, Mm -hmm. this is how much we budgeted for. Um, It's not, like, no one, everyone's getting the same amount. Um, I want you to have a friend there, but I also, like, you know, we're paying for this ourselves, and we can't really afford to have, like, everyone that you want to pay for. And that way, especially if they're not paying, there's really no... Mm-hmm. like you said i think it might be a different story if she was contributing because then she could say oh like i'll pay for those people like don't worry about it or something like that and sometimes it's not even about the money sometimes for people just like i really just wanted to have a small wedding like i don't want right. a ton of people there that i'm not particularly close to to be there 
Um, but in this case, I would make it about money because that just sounds like the easiest way to go and just say like, listen, like everyone's getting the same amount of people like you. I would love for you to have X amount number of friends there or you can invite this many people um, and feel free to make it anyone you want um, mm -hmm. and then just kind of like stick to that. And if the yeah. if she's unhappy, then like that's kind of on her. But I think it's just you lay your expectations and your boundaries out there soon as you as soon as you can soon. so people are not confused yes exactly parents sometimes think with weddings that it's like their day which like i've got to give them credit because you know they're excited about it their their little ones are getting married but at the same time like you know it's you've got to set those expectations because it's your day not the parent right exactly especially if like you know you have to pay for all of your mom's like 75 friends that you barely no. know yeah, no, out on that. Exactly. Okay, so the next question says, I have a question that I'm hoping you guys have time to address the next podcast. How do you deal with friends and family who just do not care about your wedding at all? I don't know if it's the pandemic or the global warming and the fact that the entire West Coast of our country is on fire or the fact that most of my friends were already married and having babies. But like, we've been engaged for a couple of months and no one has asked me anything about the wedding planning, offered to help with anything. I'm literally going dress shopping by myself. I suppose it's safer anyway. My fiance is a huge help, but everyone else has been radio silent. Um, after all the bridal showers and bachelorette parties I planned for my friends over the years, it's kind of a letdown that no one else seems to care at all. Is this unusual? Is there anything I could do or say to my friends without sounding like a brat? I honestly feel guilty just for asking this question. Um, so I think this is interesting. Nicole, you're, are you, you're like a pretty young bride yes. to be right as young like, bride to be and how old, are, uh, how old are you 27 okay so you're, you're like on you're not like you know yeah yeah child bride but Spring you're chicken. you know i would say on the younger <laughs> side so like are you one of the first ones of your friends to get married yes you so, are okay and and this like i'm already a middle child like i need attention um so i feel her on this and I don't think she's being petty, but go on. I'm saying, were your friends like super excited when you got engaged? I feel like the younger, the, there are people who got mm -hmm. married the earliest definitely did seem like yeah. they were the ones who got like a lot of the like attention and excitement. Is that? They're super excited, but they're also like almost like not mature enough to like help. Play <laughs> <laughs> oh, cause they, right. I mean, the, I think it's a double-edged sword. I sort of see yeah. what you're saying. We're like, yes. Um, the first one, people like are not really sure like what their expectations what are. They do. probably give less money because they're like a little younger and they don't really know, or they they're not like really putting the effort in because they've never seen it or done it before. Exactly. Um, I'm on like the old. I'm 31 right now, um, so I'm like sort of like towards the end of my friend group getting married. So I have sort of an opposite issue, and I can relate a lot to the reader because I do think there is a little bit of like my friends who were getting married a few years ago are now sort of in that like thinking about having kids stage. Mm -hmm. So it is, it does feel like people are a little less excited because they're not in the same stage as you or they're, they're moved on to the next stage. And I'm like, Oh, I'm always like a stage behind. This is annoying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, I can sort of relate to that idea of feeling like people are kind of like, you know, they've been there, they've done that. They've been to all the weddings. And I was like, Oh, I wish I was like one of the, one of the first or at least one of the middle ones because people are like, you know they're like excited for like an open bar or something totally. um so I, I get that feeling go on I think another layer added is that unfortunately she mentioned she said I don't know if it's the pandemic like 
I think that is a large part. Like I'm accepting sure. the fact yeah. that like I'm the perpetual, I'm perpetually going to be engaged if I don't decide if I'm eloping this year or not. A whole nother story we won't get into right now. But like, I'm like, my friends are going to get sick. I think they already are sick of like Nicole being engaged. Like this pandemic is adding that. So it's, it's hard enough for the bride itself. We've seen a lot of brides say like, I'm not motivated about my own wedding because of 2020. It's ruined my motivation. And I feel them on that. So it's like, you know, it is hard to keep them all like rallied and interested. My thing is too, like, if I ever feel like my friends aren't giving, <laughs> this is going to sound so petty, and <laughs> like giving me enough attention about my wedding or like helping or like being empathetic enough. I feel like I like, I try to get them like all in group mentality. If like one person like is really nice and sends me something, I'll like, this, this again sounds Instagram. so petty. I'll put it on Instagram. I did it recently. And then the other. Oh, is that why that. people do that? Now it makes sense to me. Okay. And then, no, I'm just psycho. But right. the others will see that you're and then be you're like, like, you're oh. the, make to make them think they're the only ones not doing anything. Right. That's really <laughs> funny. Um, that's one way to go about it. I think the other way is also like, I think people, and if you're a COVID bride, I kind of assume people think you're like already stressed and might not want to talk about it. Right. Like a right. lot of brides, like I know some people, I, you know, obviously like Sammy, um, uh, had had to postpone her wedding i have a i have a few other friends who had to too and i remember um i remember kind of like wanting to know what was going on with their wedding but also mm -hmm. like not wanting to stress them out or i want it not not because there's on the flip side of this person i think there's the other person who's like people keep asking me like you know when i'm doing it or like or right. for all the details or like what my plan is and it's like I don't know my plan. And so that they get, you know what I mean? Like I think the other way, a lot of people are worried about being like the person who's like being invasive or being annoying. So I think that it's almost up to you in this scenario to sort of like voice that you do want to talk about it by saying, by honestly, just like bringing it up, maybe asking mm -hmm. people love to give their own two cents or advice by like asking your friends, especially the ones who have already gotten married. Like, um, Hey, like I'm struggling with this aspect of it. Like, what do you think? Or, or like, I would love you to come dress for you to come dress shopping with me because like, I, you know, you have the best taste and I really want, um, I would like, you know what I mean? This, this means it would mean so yeah. much to me if you did this or that or this. And then like, you're really, you're being direct. You're letting them know like, Hey, like I want you involved. Right. Like I want your input. And I like, this is something that I want to talk about. Um, They'll appreciate that more too. If you're just like, you're kind of giving them like telling them what you want their, them to help them with you with because I've found even with my group like they're not just gonna like take initiative on like planning my wedding for me because they I think they think like they, that too like they think I don't right. want to talk about it because I'm stressed which is kind of the or right or they don't know if they're like overstepping like oh right. you know I've been in I planned some bachelorettes and I'm kind of like oh like part of me like wants to go like picking out all these rooms but then I'm like oh am I like the person who's necessarily like supposed to be doing this like I'm not even mm -hmm. really sure um so I think it sometimes it's a miscommunication of someone not knowing how much you want to talk about it or how much you want them to be involved so if I were her I would just say like again I would like be positive about it I wouldn't be like you know it's really like upsetting to me that you don't care about my wedding I would bring up the wedding kind mm -hmm. of like see how they respond or ask them to do things with you like be really explicit like it would mean a lot to me if you did x or y or z um and most people i think are responsive to that and if they're still like kind of like changing the subject or don't seem to care i think you can say like hey like uh, my feelings are kind of hurt that like it doesn't seem like anyone cares that i'm getting married and like 
um, I just feel like a little forgotten about and it just makes me feel like shitty. Um, I think if you could say that again, it makes it about how you're feeling and not about anything that they're doing. Um, I think that as a last case resort, if the like specifically asking for things thing doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's not, it doesn't mean just because you have to ask someone to do something that it means that they don't want to do it or that they're not, they don't care about you. I think it's just like important to be like pretty explicit in what you, what, what, what actions they would take to make you feel better. Exactly. You're the bride. You have to be the leader of the pack. Exactly. <laughs> I think we have our, our last two-part question. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. Hi, Jordana. Congrats on your engagement for, and hosting Bretch's Brides now, too. Thanks. Two topics I'd love to hear your thoughts on. One, how do you decide who to invite to the different events? For example, if a coworker invites you to theirs when you're still close and then you get engaged years later and don't talk anymore since you don't work together anymore, should you still invite them? Another scenario is your college group of friends, but you aren't close to a couple of them. Are you expected to include them in the bachelorette, wedding, etc.? More context is you never hung out one-on-one with them in college, but they are close friends with your friends and you do a group trip every year. What do you think? I truly, I don't, this is one where I'm like, okay, you're not expected to invite anyone to anything. It's again, back to the basics. It's your wedding. You do what you want. I do see when people feel like a little obligated because it's a group of friends, but I, especially if you never hung out one-on-one, I don't think those people would be expecting to be invited to things like especially in COVID year of 2020, it's like, right. It's a good excuse to keep the numbers down. Exactly. So like, feel free to make cuts. Um, as for the coworkers thing, that's tough. Um, and especially if you don't work together anymore, you don't really talk anymore. I really don't think you need to invite I agree. Anyone who's not like, I mean, it depends. It also depends on like what kind of wedding you have. Are you having like a like 400 person bash where like you're literally inviting everyone you've ever spoken to in that case, like sure, invite them. If you're having like a smaller wedding, I don't think it's insulting to not invite someone you haven't spoken to in years or barely speak to. Um, My other thing is like, I would almost like reframe this question and think about these people on an individual basis and be like, is this someone that I want? to be there is this someone who like um i feel close to and i like want to share this experience with and you can ask yourself about every single person that you're thinking of inviting and like if the answer is no then don't invite them if the answer is like oh i feel like they would even if it's someone who you're kind of like oh like would it be weird if i invited them like i i kind of want to invite them even though we're not that close but you're like oh they're like a lot of fun maybe i like mm-hmm. you know what i mean i've, I've seen that I before too where it's yeah. like you know it doesn't sometimes it doesn't have to even it doesn't have to be such a snub and it also doesn't have to be so meaningful if you invite someone that you're not that close with, especially if you're like fine knowing that they pro- they might say no. But I think for every person that you're thinking of inviting to anything, just say like, is this per like, what would be the reason I'm inviting this person? If it's like a sense of obligation, I don't think you have to do it. But if it's like, oh, like I like this person, they're fun. I think they'd be a, a, a great addition. Like then yes, just take it on like a, think about like what you want because again, it is about you and your day. Exactly. I love that. That's the most liberating thing. I feel like people like Sammy too have thought like had to think really long and hard about who they wanted there because they had under 40 or 50 people at their wedding. And it's like, it's, 
it felt great in the end. It's like you narrow it down to who you really want. Right, but which then, is kind of a positive thing about getting married this year is like you really, there's not like a lot of extra fluff. Mm-hmm. Okay, this. second question, last question. Um, who pays for what? Like Sammy mentioned she threw your engagement party. What does that mean? Um, that friend pays for it or do you give them a budget and they organize? Also, who pays for things like makeup, Manny Petty? I'm thinking if you set it up, then you pay, but what's your rule of thumb? Good question. I feel like, yeah. I feel like there's no rule of thumb when it comes to like um there's no real rule of thumb when it comes to like paying for stuff. Like it really varies by person and by like mm-hmm. family. Um so for for us, like I mean Sammy, like when she said like threw me engagement party, like we had she like she said we, we had people on her roof like it was like pretty like informal casual thing and like we we brought some alcohol and she got some food and it was like something you know what i mean something that she wanted to do um which was great and like my i had another separate family engagement gathering at my sister's house last weekend and my dad like wanted to throw it for me so he paid for it my sister organized it and that was really sweet but i don't think there's like a rule of like especially in 2020. I mean, you had a really funny, I think it was like a TikTok or something about like when people think that the bride's family is supposed to pay for everything. I think like that's also where a lot of confusion comes from or like stress around a wedding is like, you're like, I'm not really sure. Like just a lot of like things to pay for, like you paying for people paying for gifts and then like you paying for like, you know, do you need to pay for the hair and makeup? Right. I think it's kind of like check out your budget, see what you're comfortable with. I don't think anyone's like, going to be mad if you pay or don't pay for things like their like hair and makeup. But mm-hmm. if you can, it's like a nice thing to do. My right? philosophy on this is that exactly. But also like, you know, if it's something that you guys are treating, maybe it is an engagement party, like leverage the friends too. Like you could, you could reach out to the, you know, nine other friends and say like, hey, you want to all chip in because then it won't be that much to throw Jordana this engagement party like you're saying if you're the one throwing it as yeah, opposed yeah to as opposed to like you 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 as the bride wouldn't be like do you guys want to no, all no. chip in yeah yeah <laughs> no the, like if you're one of the best friends of the bride or right. let's say you are in the wedding party if she yeah them yet I I'm like I very like-, like everyone chip in to split so that the cost is less um well, I feel but like a lot of the time that's how it works for like bachelorette parties. It's kind of mm-hmm. like anyone who's coming, like I, if I go on a bachelorette party, I expect to like be like dividing like the decorations for the room among right. all the, the, oh, yeah. bri- the, pe- the people who are invited. Like that is something I'm not, I'm going on, like knowing it's sort of a given mm-hmm. as the bride. I never expect anyone to pay for anything. This has been a question right. we've like talked about and debated a lot. Um, sorry, my slack just went off. Um, like who pays for things, the bride or the group. I, I agree. Like the bride should never expect, especially like a lot of people have asked like, oh, should the bride pay for her own hotel room on her bachelor? It's like, yes, bride pay for your flight and hotel room. Like we're not gonna. Right. Their friends are already like going on this trip. My theory on that. I mean, I think it's nice if, if friends really want to do it, but I would never expect that. I feel like it's nice enough that people Mm -hmm. are already like taking time off and like spending all this money to go on this trip to celebrate you i would never expect them to also pay for my right hotel right. room and no. i mean if, if i had a I, mean, I think it kind of can vary in different circles but in my circle that's never expected um mm-hmm. i think it also like i mean if i knew i was going on a trip where all my friends were going to pay for like my hotel and airfare <laughs> i'd be like okay great we're going to thailand <laughs> yeah 
I'd also just feel so guilty, but I'd also, yes. You know what I, I mean? Do. Like, I would yeah. feel extremely guilty, but I would also be like, I think it also keeps you in check for like where you're picking the place. Like yeah. you have to pay also. Yeah. But yeah. I do think it's nice when like, I don't think the bride should be paying for her to decorate like her own room. That's a little awkward. Yeah, no. As for the makeup and hair for the actual wedding, that's a new thing. Like before I didn't think was a thing at all before I like started working at Betch's Brides and saw the inside of the bridal world. But, um, that's a common thing like a lot of brides apparently like pick up the makeup and hair kind of instead Mm -hmm. of um instead of a gift on the day of which i kind of think that's better um like you know pay for the hair and makeup instead of spending money on like earrings and robes and all that stuff like i feel like that's kind of an appreciated thing people probably prefer that i've yeah i've had ones where the bride has paid for both or ones where the bride the bride says oh i'll pay for your hair or your makeup um and you mm-hmm. also can, people i i would never i feel like it's kind of rude to like to like insist that people get their hair and makeup done and then not pay for it but yeah um <laughs> oh yeah i think I you think. can say like one or the other i'll pay for or something i don't know i think it yeah. again i think it varies by like the bride it varies by like um financial situation in terms of like who's throwing these parties like i think you can throw your a lot of brides and grooms throw their own engagement parties. I think we probably mm-hmm. would have done that if we were in a situation where we could like get drinks at a bar. But since we weren't, a rooftop was like great. So you can mm-hmm. improvise. But I don't really think there's like a huge rule of thumb. Just do something that's that you feel comfortable spending money on. And I would never, if, if people volunteer to like throw you things, that's really nice. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't like, I would never have like asked yeah. Sammy to throw me an engagement party. I yeah. think that would be like, the only person I would feel ask. comfortable like making like telling to throw me an engagement party is my sister and that's just because I can do that with her but I would right never if you have any- that kind of if you have that kind of relationship with your sister then I think that that's right yeah. and my sister did throw throw me mine but like my dad paid for it and she just like organized and did everything mm-hmm. um which was really nice but again it's kind of like I think it's nice if people offer I don't think you have to like right I don't think I think there can be like a bridal sense of entitlement where you're like no one has thrown me all these things (laughs) when it's like that's not necessarily how everyone's thinking about your wedding um but that was our episode I feel like we've helped a good amount of people what do you think this was helpful not only to the audience but to me Jordana you have like a very good like level-headed approach to this stuff so I I feel like it's it's good. I'm the one who's like, subtweet at your bridesmaids. <laughs> You're like, I'm Instagram storying pictures to make them feel guilty until they text me. Um, no, that's exactly. another route. I've definitely had those thoughts. Um, anyway, We're only um, human. <laughs> yeah. If you guys want more relationship or dating advice, you can go to you up, um, which I host with Jared Freed. But um, this is, if you guys have more bridal questions, you like this segment, email us, let us know. If you didn't like this segment and you want us to just only have like vendors or other people on, um, let us know. We're open to feedback. Definitely. All right. DMs are open. Oh, sorry. I ruined (laughs) your your outro. Yeah. Or slide into the bride's DMs, uh, Badges Bride's DMs. Um, Yeah, that's it. Well, till death do us part. Woo. Batches.